Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to Episode 7 of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of August 28th, 2017. I'm your host, Scotty Barrett, here with my co-host, Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, how is it going today? It's going great. I got to see the solar eclipse yesterday as we are recording this, and we were in the path of totality, so that was really an awesome sight to see. Um, Did you get to see any of it? Unfortunately not. And I'm extremely jealous because a lot of my friends got to see it. I have a lot of friends, especially in Oregon, who were right on the line. But uh, here in the Bay Area, we were covered with clouds and fog. Yeah, that's a bummer. But also you live in the Bay Area, so that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as I think it was you who said, I have wine, so I'm good. It's true. You have vino, so you're good to go. So, uh, so this episode is going to be a fun one. It's a trip report episode, and we're going to talk about your trip to the West Coast. I've got the popcorn here made. I suggest everyone else make, make a bucket of popcorn. I'm going to sit back and, you know, ask a few questions, but I'm really excited to hear about your time, especially in Disneyland and, and California Adventure with your family. Oh, yeah. Shoot me with questions anytime. So how did it start? So the trip started on a Saturday Miracle of 2017, my daughter napped on our flight. Yay! We flew into Santa Ana, which highly recommend. Have you flown into that airport before? It's the only one I ever fly into when I go south. It's wonderful. It's small and quaint and so easy to get in and out of. Exactly. I mean, LAX is cool if you've never seen a big airport, if you care about something like that. I don't. (laughs) Um, We have 12 gates at our airport here. And Santa Ana has about, it's it's less than 30. I feel like it's like two dozen gates. So it's one single terminal. It's so easy to get in and out of, like you said. You know, security is a breeze. So I highly recommend, if you can swing flying into that airport, it's awesome. And I know Southwest serves that airport. So if you live in an airport that is served by Southwest, I would definitely shoot for Santa Ana, John Wayne Airport. Right after we arrived, we went to our hotel. We stayed at the Homewood Suites on Harbor. Have you stayed there? It's fairly new. I have not. Is it uh, pretty? I mean, I mean, most of the hotels I think on Harbor are pretty close to the entrance. Was it just a walk away, or did you guys take any it sort is, of transportation? It is. Um, it's right next to the Toy Story parking lot. Okay. So it is walkable, but not super comfortable at the end of the night. So fortunately, we could just walk to the Toy Story parking lot and take the bus. Oh, nice. um, from, which was really convenient. It's it's basically directly across from the convention center. So it's about uh, three quarters of a mile walk. So not miserable. We could get there within 20 minutes if we wanted to. And we did that one morning. But then at the end of the night, we were like, you know what? I'm cool with the bus bringing me back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> which the bus system there is oh, fabulous. They have millions of buses just lined up ready to go. You never have to wait more than five minutes for a bus to a parking lot because, you know, the route it is just two stops. So they don't have a major bus system that they have to deal with and the logistics they have to deal with, like in Walt Disney World, where if you miss a bus, 
you're like, oh, crap, it could be 30 minutes before I see the next one. But at Disneyland, you know, as soon as a bus pulls away, another one's coming right behind it. And they don't fill them. Like, no one was standing. You get a seat, and then if you don't get a seat, just wait. You'll get you'll get another one. I was like, this is amazing. That's great. Um, Such a different experience in Florida. I know. <laughs> so we hit Disneyland Park that evening. Obviously, the first thing I did was I bolted to get a corn dog. Yeah. Did you get it? For, yeah, you got it from the red truck, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Red trolley sat down at one of the tables at the plaza, and then we were able to watch the Sensational Parade from there, which I had never seen before because I'm not really a parade kind of gal. But um, my daughter, I mean, it. she was really excited about it. And a lot of the floats in that parade have characters up quite high, so they were easy to see from where we were sitting. Then we had to hit Small World, which my daughter was a huge fan of because of the newer characters that they've added. Yeah, they added a lot of the classic uh, animation characters like Alice and Pinocchio. Right. Yeah. And also, you know, Nemo and Dory are in there. That's right. uh, well, Woody and Jesse are in there. So my daughter was able to recognize some of those. And she loves Small World anyway. But the fact that that was in there, it plussed it for her. So I know Small World purists don't like that. They're not a fan. They're like, why did you tamper with this attraction? But for for young children, it made it even more exciting for her. And then, of course, the facade at Disneyland is just gorgeous. I mean, the sun just hits it perfectly. And, oh, it just makes me want to cry. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gorgeous, gorgeous building. It is. And uh, then, of course, we had to do the train, which I love. And got to go through the Grand Canyon concourse and the primeval world, which is just, it's a shocker for people who have never been to Disneyland and have only ridden the train at Walt Disney World. I was so excited to, to watch, you know, my parents and my grandmother who was with us um, to let them know, hey, something cool's coming up. Uh, and they were like, oh, wow, that was neat. So, that is, that's I mean, cool. I mean, that alone is worth the train ride, just that diorama. It is the sound, the music, everything you see in there. It's just so classic yet so... I don't know. It's just wonderful. That music is pretty bomb. It, it really is. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is old school, but it, I mean, it screams Walt Disney. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then I had to go find some more food, obviously. <laughs> so uh, we went over to Critter Country. I love Critter Country because you can ride poo in 10 to 15 minutes every time you go back there because nobody wants to go back sure. there. Because um, <laughs> it's kind I mean, it's not even that far, but people in their minds think it's really far. So they just don't go back there. <laughs> we rode that, and then I grabbed, they called it a gourmet marshmallow wand, which is like a, it's a ticker tail, except it's covered in caramel and then graham crackers and then drizzled with chocolate. So basically a s'mores type wand. And oh my gosh, how is that so good? That sounds even, so it, yummy. It was so, and I'm sure there were no calories in it. And of course not. Because we were on vacation. I love the sweet shop back in uh, in Pooh's Corner. It's one of my favorite spots to go. We take the kids back there. Every trip is sort of a tradition. We love to watch the people making candy. Were there people making candy there when you were there? Yes. It is the coolest little sweet shop back there. And um, you can get good, fresh treats that, are, that were just made. That was pretty much all we did that evening. We were incredibly exhausted so we we headed out at like 7 p.m <laughs> nothing wrong with that and you guys had a long flight you know that's that's a that's a long we day did. so the next morning we that was our plaza in breakfast day and oh my goodness it was mind-blowing <laughs> this makes me so I happy to hear 
could not even believe it. I mean, you you warned me. I mean, you described the number of characters that I would see, but I just I couldn't even fathom it. And then they just kept pouring in, and I couldn't believe it. there were like I counted nine characters that were just floating around. Like, to the point where we had to just say, like, okay, we need to eat a little bit. Can, <laughs> can you come right back? You know what I mean? They yeah. just keep coming to your table. Of course, we had Minnie, and then we had Chip and Dale, and then the fairy godmother, and then Hook came in, who my daughter was terrified of him. And it was so funny because he wanted to win her over so bad. We used that as a scare tactic for the rest of the trip because I'm a really mean mom. That's parenting and, 101 right there, folks. Yeah. Like, she couldn't, uh, like, if she tried to run away from me, I'd say, I'm pretty sure Captain Hook is over there, so you might want to come back over here. And she, what? Captain Hook? Um, then Pooh was there, Tigger, uh, a penguin from uh, Mary Poppins, and then Eeyore. And the food was actually delicious as well. I expected, you know, standard breakfast fair but the omelet station guy was bomb oh he was so good and then they had with the mickey waffles they had this bananas foster topping that they would uh give you a side of and it i mean it legit was like eating bananas foster with your mickey waffles so how do you eat that i have no i don't remember ever seeing that that must be new i am jealous and need to try it but yeah i mean that breakfast is definitely We've always thought it's worth whatever we've paid for it, and we've gone to it. You know, every year we take the kids to Disneyland. We that's one of the staples that that we do. And you're right, the food is always good. The character interaction. I remember when we went to Florida for our first time in 2011, and we did the Crystal Palace character breakfast, and we, we saw like two characters, and we kind of looked at each other, and that's it. What? Because we're so used to this 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 breakfast that you're talking about. You would be so incredibly disappointed if you had done the Plaza Inn first and then any character meal at Walt Disney World. (laughs) Because, I mean, and the Plaza Inn, from what I can tell, is unlike any other at at Disneyland as well. I think maybe storytellers might have a, a larger number of characters that you meet, but those are very unique characters, the ones that are kind of hard to find. So it's exciting for Disney nerds. But for young children, they might not care about that. Um, we also did Ariel's Grotto, which I'll talk about later. But that was four characters, which is standard at Walt Disney World. So uh, that wasn't you know, anything particularly special. But I 100% agree with you. For anybody that is going to Disneyland, you have to eat at Plaza Inn if you care about characters at all. Because, I mean, it is overload. You, you don't even get a chance to eat. But you can you could literally sit there for three hours if you wanted to. They don't care. They just stamp your hand and you just keep on going back to the buffet. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> You're good to go. But, I you know, we didn't want to stay there that long. We had stuff to do. So what kind of stuff did you do? Now you got full bellies. What do you do with full bellies? Well, you go hang out in Fantasyland on the slow-moving rides. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> So we, we hung out in Fantasyland. We had to do Pan, which it is different in Disneyland. I still prefer the Disneyland version because of the starry room they have. They don't have the starry room in Walt Disney World. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, and so does my daughter. She complained about it. And yeah, where's the starry room? Yep. <laughs> this isn't the same. I know. There are some different effects in the Walt Disney World version that I do like. And I do like the the mermaid section of the Walt Disney World version. But the starry room trumps it. The fiber optics all around the walls and on the ceiling and on the floor, it really makes you feel like you're flying through the stars. 
Awesome. Did you guys have to wait in a pretty large line for that? Because that line can get pretty heavy pretty fast. Right, exactly. Um, that one, actually, we waited shorter for that than when we actually showed up for Morning Magic and went there first. So wow. I think everybody um, heads directly to Pan as soon as the park opens. So within 10 to 15 minutes of park opening, Pan will get up to 40, 50 minute wait. But because we were finishing up with breakfast, that first you know, chunk of people had sort of dissipated and it was down to about a 30 minute wait at that point. Wow. So, that's a score. That's awesome. Then I had to, I got my toad selfie in. You saw that. I did. I <laughs> loved it. It was one of my favorite things. <laughs> I, was so I wrote it by myself. Nobody else cared to do it. <laughs> oh really? That's too bad. Cause it's such a great ride. It's one of the best in fantasy land. <laughs> well, my husband would have ridden it, but he was with my daughter. She wanted to do something else. And I knew she would, not understand it or appreciate it so i was like i'll just go do toad now and so i just hung out in my own car and i got to <laughs> nothing wrong with that hang out with, <laughs> with toad for a while and went to hell by yourself <laughs> you know standard stuff then of course we had to hit the tiki room which my daughter's tiki room's number one fan i mean she begs to do that over and over again and That's then awesome. and i'm cool with it because that means i get to stop by the pineapple and i and get a Dole Whip float and tear yeah, More food. You need it. Food and rides. Food and rides. That's, That's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did single rider on Matterhorn and on Indy. The Matterhorn was just as rough as I remembered. Actually, it was oh, rougher yeah. than I remember. <laughs> That's a, that is a hard ride. I ride it maybe once. I've got, you know, I, I tend to have lower back issues. And sometimes I, I ride it once a trip and, I, and it's a very scary ride. <laughs> I... I remembered it being rough, but yeah, that one, it tore me up. I, in my mind, I was like, oh, it's kind of like Space Mountain is in Walt Disney World. Nope. Nope. Way rougher than Space oh, Mountain yeah. in Walt Disney World. Much rougher. But they no. made some nice, they made some nice improvements. Did you like those? I, I don't even recall what they were. I was hurting so much. <laughs> well, are you, are you talking about with the Yeti? Yeah, they've got the Yeti going while you're going up the clicker, and then they, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they added very... the sort of junk area as you go around. If they could just make that smoother, it would be probably one of my favorite attractions ever because of the vantage point you have of the park and the Yeti additions and the music and just the history of it, the fact that it was the you know first steel tubular coaster. If, if they could just make it a little bit smoother, and I love the water breaks. That's so cool that they have that. I got more wet on Matterhorn than I did on Splash, which I thought was funny. That's hilarious. I, I know. I usually get soaked on Splash. I was you prepared for it, but I did not this time. We were in the back two rows, and I think that really helped. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I think the front the front gets a gets a beating. Oh, um, big time! It's a giant wave that comes over the top. My kids always duck, so I always usually get it from behind. Oh. <laughs> At dinner that night, we went to Carnation Cafe, and they sat us in that gazebo right up front. I was so excited. Do you know what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, that's neat. I do, yeah. I've never sat there, but, I, you know, you obviously see it. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the first things you see when you're walking down Main Street. I never thought I would get to sit in it, but I guess because we had a party of six, we ended up getting seated at the gazebo and got to watch the Disneyland band walk by, which I freaking love. They're oh, so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I forgot how good they were, you know. I'm kind of down on live entertainment just in general because I get nervous for people and I don't want to see people fail. <laughs> I want people to be good. 
Gotcha. No, I, you know, I've only had an issue with one show before, and I'm sure you'll touch on the show because I think you saw it, but it was the the new Frozen show in DCA when I was when I was there with my friend Kevin. We we saw that show, and I think it was like the f- second day it was open. And there were technical issues, there were singing issues, and uh, that was the only time I really had a bad experience with a Disney show in a park. But, yeah, I love the Disneyland band, and getting them to walk, uh, watching them walk by while we ate at Carnation Cafe, which, by the way, everyone at our table had an excellent meal. I mean, again, running theme, the food at Disneyland is just superb. And then that night, we went to Fantasmic. Okay, I want to know what you think of this. I loved it so much. Um, There's a few reasons why. One reason why, which it's hard for me to even tell the story. (laughs) There was a a little boy behind us that as soon as Mickey um, came on the spotlight, he just started screaming with delight. And I was just like, oh, that's so sweet. I turned around and looked at his mom and his mom said, um, he has an implant in his ear. This is the first time he's hearing this. Like, oh gosh, this is going to make me cry again. Because <laughs> oh it was my so goodness. sweet. Like, I can't it, even yeah. feel. Like, wow. The best story ever. Um, so then, of course, when she said that, oh gosh, I just immediately started bawling. And then I was like, I love Fantasmic so much. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you're making his dream come true. Um, <laughs> but um, the the music has changed slightly from the original version but the additions of the pirate scene whoa incredible it was like Cirque du Soleil on the sailing ship Columbia they had an entire scene coming through there that was awesome and then of course um, I mean I'm spoiling things so I apologize Aladdin and Jasmine come out on a magic carpet they're floating very cool there were just a lot of new um, tech additions that I was a big fan of. They added some newer princesses. Like, uh, I think they removed Snow White and replaced her with Rapunzel on one of the floats. So that was interesting. How did the uh, how did the projections look? From my understanding, they upgraded the projections, and I, I've heard good things. Yeah, they're much crisper, and they're larger. That's awesome. The yeah, they were much easier to see, and we were not. We did not do a dining package, so we didn't have you know the prime viewing location. But we did have a fast pass, so we were in a good location. the The screens were they they were larger, and the projections were larger, and they were crisper, definitely. That's good to hear because that was always one of my. I love that show, and that was always one of my complaints is that the the projections on the water always seemed really difficult to see uh they were faded and blurry and you know it was like watching an old an old movie as opposed to something on a high def tv so we did use a fast pass for that and side note uh just a quick fast pass and max pass discussion in general oh yeah yeah we what i decided to do was i thought we would visit the park parks a couple of days and then sort of get a feel for would would max pass be worth it to me like for the amount of running we were doing and what kind of attractions we were trying to see i was thinking you know would it be convenient for me to be able to get a fast pass with my phone right now and you know is it worth ten dollars a day per person and at the end of the week i still hadn't purchased max pass because it never felt worth it to me in that situation mostly because we were there for five days so I was thinking Max Pass would be 
great for an annual pass holder, a local who's visiting for one to two days. I think it would be very convenient. Also for um, older guests as far as, you know, teens who are wanting to hit the headliner attractions at the two parks and want to be able to grab those fast passes without having to set foot in the park. Like if you want to do Guardians in the morning and then you want to do Racers after that and you want to do Space after that, if you want to hit those, Max Pass would be worth it, I think. But uh, we, we decided to pass on that. They have added uh, scanners to every Fast Pass uh, return queue that scans your park tickets now. Your Fast Passes themselves are not uh, used anymore. They're linked to your park admission. So Interesting. that was kind of confusing because I was trying to hand them my paper fast pass and they said, Oh no, we need your park ticket to scan. I'm like, Oh, okay. So they were doing it, you know, Walt Disney world style where it's linked to you as a person and not uh, on a piece of paper. But the issue with that is you can't obtain a fast pass with your, uh, with just the barcode of your park ticket. Like I had linked all of our park tickets to the Disneyland app. So I could pull up a barcode for each of our family members. So when if we had a fast pass for it, we I'd walk up, I'd uh, scan them each, just scrolling through, and then we'd all walk through. Uh, if I wanted to go obtain a fast pass for all of us, I couldn't use the app to do so. I would have to have the physical paper ticket media to do that, to be able to insert them in the machines because they didn't have actual readers or scanners to read the barcodes in the app. Does that make sense? Gotcha. It makes perfect sense. It, it sounds like they just they haven't fully migrated yeah. everything over yet. Exactly. They're just I, one step away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. probably in six months you'll be able to do that, um, which will be a huge help because um, having you know if every uh, member of your family has the app downloaded and has all of your family's tickets, you don't have to worry about passing around paper anymore. You don't have to deal with paper at all, and. Um, and it, I don't think it really matters if they want to do RFID or not because those scanners work just fine. But I think it would be nice if they would implement those types of scanners where the turnstiles are. You know what I mean? Like the no turnstile turnstiles. <laughs> yeah. Something to just make it flow a little better. Yeah, that's, yeah, that gets to be sort of a bottleneck um, when you're going through the gates. If, if you could just use your app to scan and not actually have to walk through a physical turnstile, it would make things easier with guests with strollers, especially. Um, they still are old school in that they take your picture when you arrive. Oh, yeah. Uh, instead of the biometric reader, which it doesn't really matter to me. It just, it can make, it makes things slower when they're taking a picture of you. But it also makes things slower with people at Disney World that don't know how to use the finger reader either. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> you lose either need, way. They need to need like a retina scanner or something. I don't know. <laughs> they just need to chip everybody and then when you walk through the gates it recognizes you from the chip in your body. That's all. Yeah, or facial recognition software. Like you just when you purchase your ticket, you take your own picture and then they just see your face and you walk in. There you go. <laughs> Done deal. I, I like it. No sort ticket, of, no ticket as well. <laughs> um, but, oh, the paper fast passes were still in use for the shows. So when you get a fast pass for uh, Fantasmic or for World of Color, the, for the nighttime spectaculars, those they actually did collect those. 
in the evenings. They did not scan your park tickets. So I'm sure that's coming soon, but I don't, but it's not there yet. So okay. it was just kind of confusing how I had to sometimes give them a fast pass, sometimes scan my park ticket. Sometimes I needed my paper ticket. Sometimes I didn't. It was like, I kept forgetting like, oh, do I need my ticket for this? Or do I need my, oh, what do I need? I'm so confused. So you were the person everyone was behind going, what's taking so long? <laughs> no, I had them all out. They were all ready to go. And they, I just had the cast member point. Which one? Which one? Gotcha. That's you smart. Know. Do you want my fast pass? Do you want my paper ticket? Do you want my, uh, my ticket on my phone? I've got them all ready, That's ready great. to go. <laughs> because they're, I mean, there were tons of, of locals who were mad that they were having to get their park tickets out instead of handing their paper fast passes. They're like, what's the deal? I was like, this is, you know, they're just changing some things up and it's going to make things faster once it all is implemented, I think. But yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I, I've never, I haven't experienced this new stuff yet. I, I'm just a paper, that paper fast pass guy. And typically, you know, when we get to the park, the kids and the wife give me their their passes and I hold them all in my wallet and you know every time we need a fast pass I got to break out my wallet I got to pull all these things out and all my credit cards fall and all that stuff it's just a pain so they can they can digitize this you know quicker the better I'll be happy as a as a, <laughs> as a Disneyland park goer I agree and I I wish there were a way to link like um not really Apple Pay but kind of like Apple Pay through the Disneyland app would be nice um, so it's linked to your ticket or something so that I didn't have to get, so I don't have to carry anything. I don't want to carry credit cards. I don't want to carry tickets. I don't want to carry my ID. I don't want to carry anything. <laughs> I just want to have one barcode to scan everywhere. Like, can you, yeah, can you I agree. This? You know, like, put a, yeah, that would be nice. I agree. Let me bring up the app and, and show a, a specialized QR code or something that's, that's, you know, specifically for me. And then, you know, you scan it, you enter maybe a four digit passcode and you're done. Boom. Uh, they they do have the ability to do that at Walt Disney World. They just won't allow guests who are not staying on property to have access to paying with your Magic Bands yet, because I that's just that's their perk, which I guess I get it. That's one sure. of the perks of staying at a resort. Um, but yeah, the Fast Pass thing was a little bit confusing, but I I think they're really close to getting it to be very nice. The, I like the fact that when I obtained fast passes, it showed up in the app. Like I could see it as part of my plans. So I didn't have to keep up with times or anything. I just pull up the app and see what my fast pass return time was for the next attraction. And, um, and then I could grab some for other people in the party and we could kind of alternate if we want to do that. Since there were six of us there, I could, uh, you know, <clears throat> we could get two fast passes for space and then get three for indie, and then you just go and scan whoever's barcode is up and use <laughs> use them that way. That was kind of nice. So the app on your phone is it uh, is it similar to the Walt Disney World app? Like, did you feel at home when you were using it, or yeah, did you have to figure it out? It's identical. All right, cool. Yeah, same. It's the exact same concept. All right, Monday, Newport Beach Day. Um, awesome, beautiful. We just kind of, we did a beach morning, came back and chilled at the hotel, had naps, you know, tried to rest a little bit. And then, of course, I had to go to In-N-Out. Um, yes. <laughs> so I'm cool. doing that for dinner tonight. You are? <laughs> I oh, am. Oh, my gosh. I'm so jealous. <laughs> um, all right. Tuesday, DCA was that morning. We hit Cars Land, Bugs Land. I found the four-leaf clover you mentioned. Yes. Oh, I saw that. I was awesome. Which, by the way, we're talking about a lot of these things. Follow us on, on Instagram and on 
Twitter. Uh, we we post pictures of our vacations there so that, well, maybe some of the things that if you care about it, uh, <laughs> you can see them there. Um, let's see. Amen. <laughs> we, oh, I love the choo-choo train. Love the animal cracker smell. Made me starve oh, for yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I love that choo-choo train. Plus, Heimlich is just a funny character. He um, really is. Then we saw Frozen Live. So, sounds like you had a bad experience with that. And that is sad. I did. Yeah. It was so good. As far as the, uh, do we call them actors or do we have to call them cast members? I don't know. No, they're actors. <laughs> um, the actors were fabulous. They oh, were definitely Broadway quality. There were no effects that I saw any issues with. And, and I pick things apart. I watch things pretty closely. And of course, I get nervous. So I was nervous about it. I was like, oh, please be good. Please be good. And it was so good. Um, the young women who were playing Anna and Elsa had fabulous voices. And I know people are kind of down on Frozen in general because, yes, it is oversaturated. There's, you know, Frozen everywhere. It's insane. And and Aladdin was a really fun show. It, it was different every time you saw it because the genie was allowed to make pop culture references. So people who um, loved Aladdin and are expecting something like that with Frozen will definitely be disappointed because it's not like that. It's basically a retelling of Frozen um, and it's geared toward young kids who care about Frozen because they want to sell Frozen merchandise. <laughs> oh yeah, Frozen everything. I know. So I, I get it. I, I understand why people would be upset about it and miss Aladdin. But for what it is on its own, I think it. they did a really great job. I really think they hit it out of the park on that one. Well, I'm super happy you enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm definitely willing to give it another shot. Like I said, I think I saw it on day two. And so, you know, you got to assume there's going to be, you know, a few weeks of, of opening jitters and technical yeah. things I got to work out. How did, how did your daughter like it? Did she sit through it all? I cannot believe that she did. My wow. dad had to do some coaxing, but for, I mean, it's an hour long show. So I was like, ah, yeah. we're not going to last. Forget this. I mean, we'll get 20 minutes into it and then have to leave. We got, you know, a seat close to the aisle. I was ready to leave. She was way into it. It kept her attention. She really liked the projections. And then of course she's all about any of the, of the animal characters. And then, um, when she realized what she was seeing, once Elsa started singing, let it go. She was like, oh my gosh, there she is. It's real. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I, I was I was crying watching her. Like Frozen, I think it's a great I think it's got great music. I think it's a good movie. But you know, I'm kind of like, uh, oh, I'm a little bit over it. But <laughs> but watching her uh was super special. Um That's great. That's great to hear because it, it is a long show. Uh, sometimes oh I are, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean you gotta be willing to commit two hours of your day to that. I mean you <laughs> and I was like, Oh, are we gonna regret this? But my grandmother loved it as well. That's great. Well, that was cool. Uh we got to catch the Pixar parade as we were leaving there and my daughter thought that was awesome. Um, because of those characters. She just getting to see Jesse and Woody and Buzz, she flipped about that. Loved it. That's awesome. Uh -huh. It's such a huge deal to, to little kids. You know, they see these characters on TV and in the movies and maybe even in books. And then all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, there they are in real life. <laughs> I know. It's like they are starstruck. And that was what was so cool about it. Like, I've never cared about characters ever until I had a child. I skipped them all. I was like, oh, look, there they are. And I mean, I would act like a little bit starstruck when I'd see him in a parade and they'd wave at me. I'm like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> but I never, I was like, I'm not going to wait in a line to meet a character. That's silly. 
And sure. then, of course, as soon as my daughter comes along, I'm like, oh, we're, we're waiting. We're seeing them. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because her reactions are so priceless and so worth it. And that's why that's why we do it. Um, we ate at, uh, what's it called? Wine Country Trattoria that day. Oh, yeah. How'd you like it? It was way better than I thought it was going to be. We got the World of Color Fast Passes after we ate there. And that was so worth it. The, we did wine country for lunch, so it was one of the less expensive dining package deals. And then the amount of space we got <laughs> for viewing World of Color was just insane to me. You, you weren't corralled in there like cattle. And, you know, I could stand on a step and then I could sit down for a little bit. And then I could walk over to another area in front of the railing. And then I could walk over to another side. I mean, you could... You know, if you didn't like where you were standing, you could move around really easily because there just weren't that many people there because of the way they reserve that area. So I highly recommend that. Yeah, it's a good point. And that was the latest my daughter's ever stayed up in her life past infancy. And <laughs> totally was, worth it. I was terrified, but it was so cool watching her and she was dancing and the cast members were laughing at her and it was just, it was super fun. Um, Wednesday, San Diego Zoo. Holy smokes. Oh, yeah. How'd you like the zoo? So I had been there before. It's been like okay. probably 15 years, though. <laughs> so I don't remember much. But <laughs> I just, it was very nice, but it is very hilly. I didn't, I totally forgot that it is basically built on an incline. You are like traveling down into a ravine <laughs> to <laughs> the front to the back of the park. And there are just hills and stairs everywhere. So uh, we we even we took advantage of the bus tour, which was nice at the beginning, and we did the um, sky buckets, the the gondolas. So that gave a nice view of uh, part of downtown San Diego and then of part of the zoo. But um, wow, that was a lot of walking. We were all exhausted after that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you work off your churros and your Dole whips. Oh, we got a churro there too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So Thursday morning, we did. Disneyland for Morning Magic. Again, Pan, the line got crazy long immediately. And of course, my daughter was like, sure. I want to do Peter Pan. <laughs> really? Okay. So <laughs> we did that again. And then she wanted to do the subs, which we had to do that. And I'm, I'm still really surprised that exists because it's so inefficient. But And, and it's got to be so expensive to maintain. I agree. But it is really cool. Especially for for youngsters who like Nemo, it's really cool. For adults, they probably won't wait for that. We had to ride the Mark Twain. Love it so much. Oh, yeah. It is gorgeous. And I could just chill on the rivers of America or on Tom Sawyer Island for years if someone would let me. Um, and so what, what did you think of the new rivers of America? Because it's changed. It was beautiful. The only issue I had was the um, the views of the cranes that were building gotcha. uh, the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. That was a little bit annoying. But as far as the water features were beautiful, all of the you know faux animals were looking good. I loved seeing the canoes because I've never been there when the canoes were actually in service. So it was really, I felt like when I was on Tom Sawyer Island watching the canoes, I felt like I was Walt in like 1957. I was like, this is so <laughs> old school and cool and, and just nostalgic. It was just really neat. Sure. It's a nice classic feeling. 
We ate at Blue Bayou, which I freaking love. I just love that place. Oh, yeah. It's one and of the best. The Monte Cristo's not on the menu anymore. I had to ask for it. Really? I know. I was like, um, I kind of started sweating when I opened the menu. I was like, uh, where is it? Uh, what's going on? Interesting. <laughs> like, am I in the Twilight Zone? I was like, where's the Monte Cristo? They were like, we can do it by request. I was like, um, yeah, request. That's surprising because I would assume a lot of people want that. Yeah. And that's apparently. what it's known for. Uh, my daughter, of course, she saw the pirates' boats and and we had ridden it earlier in the week, but she was like, "I need to go on it again, Daddy. I need to ride pirates." So, <laughs> so they had to cut their meal short so they could head out and go ride pirates again. And so my dad and I were finishing our meal, and we could we saw them go by in a boat. And my daughter thought that was the coolest thing oh, ever. Oh, that's awesome! Still talks about it. She'll still say, "I was on the boat with Daddy, and I saw you and Papa." <laughs> <laughs> we got a silhouette from Bonnie, the silhouette artist. Yay! Those are the best. Oh. I was so excited to meet her. While I was in line for the silhouette, there were like three different groups of Canadians in front and behind me. They were not, none of them were related, but it was just so funny to hear all the Canadians and their accents because to me, Canadians are the coolest. They're the nicest people. Yeah, they really <laughs> so, are. They're super like, nice. I've never met a Canadian that I did not hit it off with. <laughs> <laughs> then we did great moments and I attempted to charge my phone a little bit and Everybody in the room got in trouble for trying to charge their phone in the outlets. <laughs> Busted. I love it. That's I didn't funny. know that that was a rule. I didn't um, know either. Uh, I, yeah. Well, the uh, cast member came up to me. He was like, unfortunately, we are not allowed to let anyone use any of the outlets inside the opera house anymore. I was like, oh, OK. He said, but you can go buy a fuel rod. I was like, oh, there we go. There you go. <laughs> That's why it's not allowed. We're not giving you 120 volts for free. Heck no. You better go and get a fuel rod for 30 bucks. Had me some Matterhorn macaroons. Oh, yeah. That, a couple of those. Oh, those are so good. I didn't know they were good. Oh, like, man. I think it was just like a thing because they were cute. I was like, I'm going to go get one. No, they are so and, good. And do a, you know, put it on Instagram and then it'll be okay. But then I took the picture and I ate it. I was like, nobody told me these were actually good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they so are then I wonderful. had to go get another one. Then I was like, well, crap, I'm going to have to make some of these at home. Yes, there you go. They're good. They're very dense, but they're good. They are. They have a, they have a lot of flour. It's like chewing coconut pie. Yes. It's like a chewy coconut pie that you're doing. <laughs> and they're large. Like, oh, I could tear those up. We had to do the Tiki Room again, and then we decided we would stick around for the Main Street Electrical Parade because I was like, "This might be the last time I ever get to see it. It might, yeah. you know, it might be dead." I mean, as of the twentieth, it it is dead. It's not in Disneyland. It's not in Walt Disney World. Who knows what's going to happen to it? So we decided to stick around for that. Um, I started crying as soon as the music came on because. Um, I finally got to hear him say Disneyland proudly presents. And I was like, oh, this is the original. This is so cool. Oh, yeah. No, it makes me tear up, too, when I hear it. It just brings back so many memories. Yeah. And then we got, you know, seven or eight floats into it. And I was like, all right, this I, re I forgot. I don't really like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Somebody stop the, stop the music. It's, it's, it's enough. <laughs> all the floats are so low to the ground. They are. You, they're really hard to see. I mean, they're cute. But um, they're not the big extravagant... Um, newer floats that they use or even like the old spectral magic floats were taller so it's easier for uh, lots more guests to see them so yeah we got about seven or eight floats into it and i was like ah, i've had my fill all right let's go <laughs> have you seen that have you seen that parade in florida yes okay. i have okay yeah that, i'm just not a huge fan gotcha. but well, 
you, you, you did it. You, you can mark it off your list and yeah, continue I on. Yeah, I did it. I cried about it because I was so excited to see it. And then I remembered it's not my favorite. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, okay, then last day. We went to, um, we hit both parks. We just kind of hopped back and forth. Sure. Which is the best thing about Disneyland altogether. I mean, you, the fact that I like that they moved security out towards the exterior of uh, downtown Disney, like towards the parking structure in the back. Yeah. When, when we were there last, it wasn't, it wasn't there. It was, the security was just at the Esplanade. So you had to exit security to, to shop in downtown Disney, and then you had to go back into security when you wanted to go to the two parks. Yep. Um, I like that they've extended that. That's really nice. I like that it's airport-style security, that everyone goes through a metal detector. I'm a fan of that. It makes me feel safer. Um, they do the same thing at Universal Orlando. I like it. I don't think it is any slower than the bag check that they go through at Walt Disney World anyway. So I wish they did more of that at Walt Disney World. Yeah, hopping among the three areas is just so easy. I mean, you can be in Fantasyland in Disneyland, and then 15 minutes later, you can be in Cars Land. And that's just insane to me. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. It's so compact. That does not exist at Walt Disney World. No. If you think about being in one park and you want to go to another park, I mean, you have to allow 60 to 90 minutes, minimum. Yeah, I mean, the closest you can get to it is like, you know, hopping on a boat at Hollywood Studios and then walking over to Epcot, right? That's like the closest you could do. And still, that's like 40 yes. minutes you're, you're talking there if you're waiting yep. for a boat and, and all that stuff. Those parks are the closest to each other geographically. So, yeah, hitting a friendship boat at International Gateway and heading over to Hollywood Studios the fastest you'll get there would be 25 minutes. Yeah. And um, so if you're talking about being at the front of Epcot to being in the back of Hollywood Studios, you're still talking an hour. Um, but, you know, from back to back between Disneyland and DCA, you're talking max 20 minutes. I mean, and that's just incredible to me. <laughs> sure. And, that, and that's um, what makes, you know, max the Max Pass appealing in certain situations because exactly. you can get from one park to the other very quickly. And if you can... Some, you know, grab a fast pass for a ride in the other park or the opposite park of what you're in, you know, it, it makes sense because you can hop over there in, in a matter of minutes. I'm curious if maybe they're going to tweak pricing a little bit or offer some sort of digital fast pass making without a fee. Do you know what I mean? I do. I hope they go that route and... Yeah, it's it it. I'll be surprised if they remove a fee, but they may add a different perk with the fee. Like they may make it free to start making fast passes across parks from your phone. But if you have a fee, maybe you know they, I don't know, allow a certain number of people who are paying to get better times or something like that, right? Or make it like Fast Pass Plus, where you can make them in advance. That yeah, would be that like would that. be worth the fee. If if they were if they told me. If you pay $10, you get three fast passes at Disneyland tomorrow. I would pay $10 for that, definitely. Sure. sure. And then and then you get that rolling forth that's just exactly like right the legacy fast pass system. To me, that would be worth it. I came across maybe five or six people who were using Max Pass because I I paid attention. I wanted to kind of see what different people were doing. It seemed like there would be one person in a group of 10 who was using it. And it's like they were, they're just sort of experimenting. I just don't know if people 
are going to pay that often. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll know with pretty soon because Disneyland will keep it around if people are going to pay it. Yeah, I agree. I know for, you know, myself, for a family of four, what I pay, you know, I guess essentially what is $40 for probably not because I'm so for, used yeah, to. Yeah, for every the, day of your trip. I mean, I, I can't afford tough. that. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I, I just can't afford it. So on the last day, the theme of that was characters galore. I mean, we did the Disney Junior Dance Party, which that's new for us. That doesn't exist in Walt Disney World. It, it was the Disney Junior Live on stage, but they changed it to a dance party. It's so cute. Um, I mean, if your child watches Disney Junior, it's so worth it because oh, sure. they're they're just standing and hopping and jumping. And I was dying laughing the whole time at all the kids dancing. They were cracking me up because different characters come out to dance uh, at different times. And when Mickey finally came out at the end, there was like eight girls, including my daughter, who swarmed around him on the stage like groupies. <laughs> it looked so funny. I was like, all these tiny girls are little Mickey groupies. It looks so funny. But oh, that was so a cute funny. little show. I haven't been in, I have not been in that building in, oh man, at least a decade. I think the last thing I saw there was like bear in the big blue house. Oh my goodness. It's, it's very nice. Yeah. Um, it looks different than the Disney junior set. They've, they've upgraded the set in there. Cool. Um, and then of course I could live in the animation Academy. It's the best. It is incredible. I want to lie on all those couches and just nap there and listen to the music and watch the sketching on the big screen. All day long. Um, so, of course, I had to go and do a sketch because it's gone in Disney World now, which bums me out big time. But the animation um, building is better at Disneyland anyway. It's bigger. It's newer. It's nicer. Um, the actual sketching room is bigger. And I really like the stadium seating in there. I'm, I was just a fan. So we learned how to draw Minnie Mouse. I gave my sketch to my daughter. Uh Oh, like I said earlier about Buena Vista Street, we hit millions of characters. Goofy, Daisy, Mickey, Minnie. She walked around holding Minnie's hand for over a minute, was waving at people. Wow. I mean, it makes me cry just thinking about it. That's that awesome. That never happens in Walt Disney World, ever. They don't ever walk around holding hands. They never, there are never characters without handlers. And that we saw so many characters throughout our trip that were just chilling. Just like it used to be in the good old days. Yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> no, like, one of the things I love about Disneyland. It, it still is is that part of it. We got to meet a couple of newer characters that my daughter is obsessed with that I didn't ever think she'd get to meet. Uh, Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde from Zootopia, who we love. <laughs> oh my gosh, my daughter would just die if she got to meet Judy Hopps. It's one of her favorites. Oh my gosh. She's back at um, uh, Voyage of the Little... Or, I'm sorry, Undersea... <laughs> 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 What is it called now? I don't know. I could, we call it the Little Mermaid Ride. The Little Mermaid Ride. Because yeah. the, the names are different between are. DCA and Walt Disney World. It's called like Ariel's Undersea Adventure, The Journey of the Little Mermaid. It's like this long, like it's got a colon <laughs> in it and everything. It's ridiculous. But um, yeah, they were back there. And uh, my daughter thought that was super cool. And then we got to meet Moana. Which she's gone in Walt Disney World right now. She's, you know, wayfinding, whatever the heck that means. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but the the young lady who was playing Moana, she was stunning. So I was starstruck looking at her. I was like, oh my gosh, look how pretty Moana is. And um, I've never seen my daughter freeze like that. I mean, awesome. She was so 
incredibly amazed. She just stood there holding her hand, staring. She didn't blink. And my daughter's cheeks were just blood red because she was so excited to meet her. But um, <laughs> Moana was saying, oh, I love your blue dress. Oh, it reminds me of the ocean. Did you know that the ocean is a friend of mine? I was like, oh, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so, uh, again, I got emotional about that again. Um, but that's what these trips are about, right? I mean, especially when you got kids. And little kids, these trips are about just watching their experiences and, I don't know, getting so emotional about them. I know. Uh, I cried probably 80% of the time we were there. Tears of joy. (laughs) Burning off (laughs) churros. Oh, and we went to Girardelli like thrice while we were there. (laughs) Oh, man, that's dangerous. Why is it so good? Oh, it is so good. We hung out. Again, we were hopping back and forth. We went and hung out. Um, on Tom Sawyer Island, my daughter went nuts over the pirate slayer. Oh, cool. Like to me, that is just like what Walt probably wanted to do when he was a boy. Sure. Is, you know, explore caves and hang out on an island and pretend to be Tom Sawyer. And I just, I thought my daughter would like it. And I was really happy that she did. She That's loved awesome. it. Great. It's a nice area over there. I don't think enough people go over there. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, he hangs out over there, just over on Tom Sawyer Island. And I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, we were coming over on the raft, and we met a couple, and um, they were like, "Where are you guys from?" I was like, um, "We're obviously from the South. You can hear it, right?" And he was like, "He was like, oh yeah." <laughs> I said, "We're from Tennessee," and I was like, "Where are you all from?" He, they were like, "Oh, we're from here. We're um, Jack Sparrow's parents." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so we met, uh, we met Captain Jack's parents. That's um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, he's coming on at 2.15, so um, you might see him over there. I was like, okay, we'll say hi to him. Oh, that's so, funny. Um, I, lo- I love that his parents are out there. I, I know. This is great. They had to go see him. He, I was like, how long has he been doing that? They were like, it was just two weeks. So they were so excited to go see their baby in oh, his role awesome. as <laughs> So we were on the raft ride coming back, and someone yelled at him and said, hey, Jack. And my husband said, that's Captain Jack. And uh, and then um, Jack Sparrow did the whole, I, I got my eyes on you. Like, you, you're you're right with me. Nailed it. <laughs> to my husband. <laughs> so it, was, it was funny. It was a funny little exchange there. That's um, great. And then to end our vacation, we went to DCA and did Ariel's Grotto, which my daughter isn't huge into princesses, but I thought, eh, why not? Maybe she'll like them. She was really excited to meet Ariel and then Belle. But then after that, she decided she was going to be terrified of everybody else. <laughs> Aww. But it was okay. Uh, I was excited. I got to meet Rapunzel and Tiana, who I freaking love Tiana. <laughs> oh, cool. Was she wearing her, like, beautiful green, blue dress? Oh, yes. And, oh, great. And she, she, was, she was nailing the accent. And she was like, hi, I'm Tiana. She was so cute. And um, what cracked me up is they did, like, an intro for all of the characters that came out, I did not know this was going to happen. They had like a, a minstrel who was like singing around the restaurant. He would parade around like singing like, here comes someone else. And then <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. And then he was like, oh, yes, I see Belle. And so she would walk out. They did their little dance. And then Belle would start meeting people. And then like 10 minutes later... He would walk around the place and sing a little song and say, oh, and here comes Rapunzel. (laughs) And then she'd walk out. And I was like, what is happening? This is crazy. (laughs) Um, But um, that restaurant is (laughs) tiny. I didn't realize how small it was. It it is pretty small. I mean, they've got the inside and the outside, but it's it's pretty, it's not big. 
No, I would say there's maybe 30 tables in there. 30, like, like four tops. So it's not, it's not that big. Yeah. But, um, but it was nice because that meant the characters got to get around quickly. And yeah. you, could, you could speak to them again if you wanted to. Oh, another thing about Disneyland, they hand out buttons everywhere you go. Like for every restaurant you go to, any character meal, you get like a Plaza Inn button. And you got an Ariel's Grotto button. And then, of course, you can get um, just at City Hall, just like at Walt Disney World, you can get a first visit or a birthday or a celebrating button. But I thought the restaurant buttons were a really cool touch. It's a nice it's a nice little thing. You know, you got to get your bling bling on. I remember the first time we took the girls to their min- their first minis breakfast. They got buttons. We've got it in a scrapbook, you know, with pictures of them on their first oh, Disney trip. Oh, that's so special. Yeah. Um, so my daughter's last ride at Disneyland Park was It's a Small World. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's good. Um, and then the last ride that we did at, at Disneyland Park was Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> it was closed uh, the first half of the week. So ah. it, it had reopened the day that we were leaving. And so we had to hit that up. And I love the tiny western town in the queue area. I think, I think it's just so cute there. Um, and I think it's definitely shorter than the Walt Disney World version. I agree. I agree 100%. I, I need to actually look at the stats, but I, I, I still love it. But I just remember thinking, huh, that was that felt a little bit shorter. But <laughs> and then on Saturday we were sad and we headed home. Oh, but, sad. I know we weren't that sad though because we were so stinking exhausted and needed a vacation from our vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to come home to the eclipse. So that was a neat way to end it. <laughs> That's great. No, it sounds like you had a wonderful trip. We did, and. I talked way too much and but I'm I just I guess I'm just still pumped about it all. <laughs> you got me excited. I want to plan another trip already. Trip reports are fun, you know. I they're they're a lot of fun. They're they get me excited to want to go on more trips and I just love hearing about other people's experiences, especially people with the younger kids like yourself. I love hearing about it too. And I just like I like hearing from other people who vacation differently than I do. And just kind of hearing what are the things that you did that that I would have never thought to do, and it makes me want to try try new things or vacation a different way. And I think people just everyone has different ways of doing things and different experiences, and and it just like you said, it just gets me pumped. Gets you pumped. Yeah, get hype. <laughs> makes me want to go have a churro. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh my gosh, they are incredible. I could, and I was so mad because my daughter kept just licking the cinnamon and sugar off of it. I was like, you are ruining the whole churro. None of us can share it with you. You're just licking all the good stuff off, making it nasty, soggy. And we had to just throw it away. So I'd have to like break it in half. I'm like, this is mine. You get yours. Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at STBarrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.
Welcome to episode seven of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of August 28th, 2007. Teen. <laughs> Let me start that over. <laughs> that didn't come out right. 2007. Seven. Welcome to the Back to the Future. Right. <clears throat> oh man, 2007 was a good year. <laughs> Take two.